Morning, welcome to all those joining us for the Kuti Alochas, Yoradeya Chelik Sheni, Kilchas Shilua Hakan, Alocha Hey, Paragraph Hey. We dedicate the learning today, Lechboid Nishmas, the Sanegoyan Shal Yisrael, Rablevi Yitzhak Radicha, Sechet Sadik, the Kodesh Levrocha, Schuse Yoganaleinu, Rablevi Yitzhak, or Rabmeir, I believe, and Lilui Nishmas, Yantafradl Bas. Rabbi Yeshua Aryeh, Harini Kapoas Mishkova. We dedicate the learning also for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana Basgalia, Rochel Basgalia, <clears throat> my father, Rabbi Eliezer Ben Malkasora. I, I received a phone call from my sister in America that he fell yesterday, a soft fall, Baruch Hashem, from, from a recliner that he was sitting on, onto a carpeted floor, but he wasn't able to pick himself up by himself. He had to be helped and was taken to the hospital in Brooklyn, and they discovered pneumonia, large pneumonia, and COVID, tested positive for COVID. So I'd like to ask if everyone can keep him in mind, please, in your tefillahs for a full shalema, Eliezer ben Malka Sora, and also Shimon Eliezer ben Rochel, Yaakov Yeshua ben Freindel Rechel, Shlomo Nisa ben Mazel, Avram David ben Chana, David ben Behia, Shendel Basleya, Nasan Nachman ben Shendel, Eliana Golda bas Chanafega, Yelet Shoshana bas Chanaleya, Yisrael ben Chanaleya, Soro Rechel bas Yisbehendel, Avigolana bas Yisbehendel, Tuv Yitzvi ben Chayaliza, Yitigan Endel bas Sipoira, Lebalea bas Sipoira, Michal Sora bas Hadasa, Ides bas Miriam Brindel, David Lay ben Shena, Avigail Brocha Bashir Advoira, Boruch Mordechai ben Tali, Ruven Mordechai ben Chana, Svi Sholem ben Rita Beverly, Basi Kela Basamari Malka, Yisrael Meir ben Carmela, Chaim Yitzhak ben Chana Rivka, Yehudis Nechama Bas Miriam, Fruma Bas Genessa, Aviva Chaya Bas Esther Mindel, Gitlea bas Frumet, Moishalei ben Hanabindel, Shlaima ben Rifkish Prince, Dvoiralea bas Yentesora, Yentesora bas Hanarus, Michiel Michel ben Hanarus, David Michel ben Frida, Shlaima ben Rifkish Prince, Besoich Shar Choyle Israel, together with all the thousands of people that are wounded and that the Torah that we're learning, the Gemara says that the Torah is magenes umatzeles, the Torah protects and saves, it should protect all of Klal Yisrael, especially all of us in Eretz Yisrael, especially those who are on the different fronts. Paragraph Hey, V'sehu, <clears throat> Rav Zal continues, a pasuk in Shira Shirin, Chapter 6, Hosebi Einayich Minegdi. Turn your eyes away from me, Shehem Hirhivuni, because they're overwhelming me. I am Pirish Rashi. Ramosanal says, take a look at what Rashi there says in Shira Shirin. Ki bevadai sa'arech ke'eder ho'izim. Because your hairs are like that of the, the, the goats. Shinayich ke'eder ha'ktsuvois. And your, your teeth are like them also. Kefelach harimein rakosech. Shepirish Rashi Shom hakoil al ribui hachavibus shashem yisborach mechavev hatoi vahamitzvois shel hakalam shebi Yisrael. Rashi HaKodesh over there explains that everything in that, in that Pasuk is, is expressing the great love that Hashem has for every single mitzvah of the smallest Jew. And you are also certainly very beloved to me. However, despite that, turn your eyes away from me, because they're overwhelming me. Meaning, Rashi points out there, the bias Rishon, this is referring to when we had the first base Hamikdosh, 
when Hashem says, I showed you too much love. I gave you everything. I gave you the Aron, the Luchos. I gave you the Kodesh HaKadoshim. I gave you all of these things. And then you ended up turning against me. The Ato, and therefore now, I, you must turn your eyes away from me. So that I don't return to you the orain that had the luchos in it, the kapoiris, the cover of it, the kruvim that were on top of that. Ad until the right time, until the end of time when Moshiach will come. So what Hashem is saying there is. That during the base during the first base Hamikdash, during that era over 400 years, Hashem's love for Klal Yisrael was tremendous, and our love for Him at first, and therefore He gave us everything. We had the base Hamikdash with all the trimmings, with the luchais, with the with the kruvim, everything. But unfortunately, we ended up messing up as a result of committing sins. Hashem was forced to destroy the Beis HaMikdosh. And then years went by, 70 years went by, and when the second Beis HaMikdosh was built, we no longer had the Oroin and the Kruvim and the Kapoiris. And the Gemara says there were a number of things, a number of additional things that were lacking in the second Beis HaMikdosh from what you had in the first Beis HaMikdosh. And this Pasuk expresses here when two people love each other, they're infatuated with each other, they're looking at each other the whole time, and Hashem says now in Shir Hashirim, turn your eyes away from me, because they're overwhelming me, meaning I, I, want to, I want to be in this state of knowing that we're not, our relationship is not where it was during the first day Samikdash, despite the fact that I still love very much every iota of good that even the smallest Jew does. Continuing inside, and this same issue applies to every single person during all times. Especially now, when we're in the thick, thick of, of Golis exile, when the footsteps of Moshiach are approaching. Understand what we're saying here very, very well in order to be able to extract advice and encouragement that you need all the time. Because this advice, this encouragement is your eternal, your eternal life depends on it. As the Torah writes regarding the mitzvah of Shiluah Hakan, that fulfill the mitzvah in order that it'll be good for you and you will have long life. Because this is real living. When a person is every single day to think about and to realize the incredible amount of good things and kindness that Hashem is showing us, and yet to realize that we're still very, very far from Hashem. We're not even where we were during the era of the first Beis Amikdosh. This combination is what's called real das and real chachma, shehu ikra chaim, which is really living. And a person who realizes both of these things, number one, we're able to realize the long list of things that we have to thank Hashem for, all the good, wonderful things in our life, and all the miracles that Hashem is doing for us every single day, and yet to realize that this is not yet the final Geula. We don't have Eretz Yisrael yet the way Eretz Yisrael needs to be. We don't have the, a government the way it needs to be yet. 
ועל ידי זה יכולן להסחד איש בכל יין. And by a person having this realization, the person can renew themselves every single day. Bebechinas, as the Pesach says, Chadoshem labekorim rabo emunasecha. New, brand new, every morning, great faith. As we discussed previously, Rav Nosezal discussed this Pesach in the previous year, and Rav Nosezal says, understand what we're saying here very, very well. Based on what we're learning here, we can understand why even Shloyma HaMelech, who was the wisest of all people, admitted afterwards regarding himself that he made a major mistake. The fact that he thought he was already so close to Hashem that he could repair the entire world. And that's why he took these thousand wives, he took wives from every single nation, with the hope that by him doing that, he would be machnia, every one of those nations, every one of those nations would become completely subservient to Hashem. As the Pesach says in Mishlei chapter 30, He confessed and he said, I made a mistake. I said, I thought, Hashem is with me. As the Medrash says in Medrash Rabbah in Shmois, and therefore I thought, I could do anything. I didn't have to play by the rules. The, the Torah says maximum 18 wives for a king. And Shlomo Melch thought that he could go beyond that. Because the truth is, we don't know anything. As the Pasuk later on in Mishlei goes on to say, Shlomo Melech says, I'm a fool. I'm not, I don't even qualify to be, a, 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 I don't have human understanding. I didn't learn. I and Shom, take a look over there in chapter 30 of Mishlei, how Shlomo Melech expresses this. Any questions? Have I? Recently yeah. I had a um, a conversation with somebody about the idea of Fusim Shri Israel and uh, things like that. Is that referring to also Rishayim of Israel, or people who are completely anti Torah, that they also are are great in Hashem, you know, have great potential and, and are, are uh, precious in Hashem's eyes? The answer is that there's major discussion among the tzaddikim, and there are many tzaddikim that believe that today there are no real Rishayim in the sense that. Even the, the, the most anti-religious people in Israel are generally Tinoik Shanishba. They simply never learned. They were never educated uh, about Torah and mitzvahs. On the contrary, they were inculcated, just like the Arabs in Israel are being taught to hate Jews, to murder Jews and everything. The Jews in Israel are being taught in secular schools to hate religious Jews and to hate religion, and that religion is, is nonsense, it's archaic, it's baloney, etc. So therefore, generally we can be malamed schus on, on the majority, the vast majority of people in Eretz Yisrael, even those that are not religious yet. And we do see that in previous occasions, when there was a war, very often, Afterwards, there were many that became religious as a result of it. Halavai, this, this situation should bring a major, major tsunami of tshuva, which, which will bring Mashiach, Mitzvah Anyone else, please? Now, Rav Nosenzal goes back to the topic of Hanukkah that he touched on earlier. And now he'll give us more insights, much more insights on this. Interesting, we're in the last days of Tishrei, then we have Cheshvan, and then we go into the month of Kislev, Hanukkah. So hopefully we're starting to, to get into a frame of mind.
וזה החידוש והפלא של נר החנקה. And what we're learning here will, will show us the incredible חידוש, the, the, the amazing thing and the wondrous thing about the Hanukkah candles. שמתוקף הנס שזוכו עוז על ידי צדיקי הדור מתסיו ובונוב, as a result of the powerful miracle that the Jewish nation experienced through the tzaddik of the generation at the time, Matisyahu and his children, Shehizgabru al-Malchus HaRashoah, who overpowered the evil kingdom of the Greeks, Sherotzu lahashkicham Torosecho, who wanted to try to eliminate the Torah, Ukishegovro yad ha-tzaddik e-Malchus Beis HaShmanoi v'nitzchum, And when the Tzadikim, the kingdom of the house of Hashmanoi, defeated the Greeks, Klal Yisrael was zeichet to an incredible Yeshua. Not only was the evil plan of these wicked people to get us to forget the Torah, not only was that eliminated, but rather things got turned around completely. The Jewish people experienced an incredible miracle. That the candles of the menorah, which only had a one-day supply of oil, or according to some opinions, less than one-day supply of oil, ended up burning miraculously for eight days. And as a result of this miracle, the rabbis established a holiday for us, for generations, that we light these holy Hanukkah candles, which are a very, very high level of holiness, these candles. So that because these lights are so holy and so powerful, we have the ability to draw each one of them down, way down into Asiya, into this physical world, into the materialism. Not only that, but Lemato Miyud Tfachin. We have the ability, we light the Hanukkah candles, preferably below 10 Tfachin. below 40 inches or 30 inches according to some opinions in order to shine this incredible light even down there <coughs> which light is this the light of the Torah and mitzvahs as the Pesach says in Mishlei chapter 6 A mitzvah is a candle, and the Torah is light. And this explains why the halach is that we are not allowed to use the light of the Hanukkah candles for our own personal benefit. because of the fact that the Sifrei Kabbalah teach us that this light of the Hanukkah candles is going down into the domain of the Sitrachra below ten Tvachim. The Gemara says that the Shekhinah never went below ten Tvachim. And, and on Hanukkah is the one of the rare occasions where the light does go down Therefore, we are not allowed to use that light, for that holy light, for personal use. So that the klipois shouldn't try to attach themselves to it and draw from it. As is explained in the writings of the Arizal, whereas the Shabbos candles where the Sifrei Kabbalah explain that on Shabbos there's something totally different happening than on Hanukkah. On Hanukkah, the light is going down. On Shabbos, the worlds are going up. All the different worlds, including our world, are being bumped up a level. 
this world gets bumped up to the level of the world of the angels, and the world of the angels gets bumped up to the world of The Shabbos candles were allowed to light in a high place. And the Sitrachra cannot attach itself to it whatsoever. Because of the great holiness of Shabbos. And therefore, we're permitted to use the light of the Shabbos candles, you know, to light up the room, to light for personal benefit. And all of this relates beautifully to what we spoke about earlier. The Hanukkah candles are all about drawing the light, which means the salvation of the miracle that the Torah was able to continue to exist and be studied by the Jewish people we're drawing that from a very, very high, far away place, and we're bringing it down, down to a very low place. Below ten tefachim. And therefore, we're not allowed to make personal use of that light. Because it's not really ours completely. And therefore, we have no permission to use it for personal use, like we're allowed to use the Shabbos candles. The Shabbos candles allude to the future world. Shabbos is called Me'en Olam Haba. Whereby then in Olam Haba, each and every single one of us will come to our proper place, our proper resting place, each one of us in our share in Olam Haba. Therefore, we use the light of the Shabbos candles for all kinds of personal use. We're allowed to eat and drink by that candlelight, etc. Which are the pleasures of Shabbos. Because we have the ability through the light of Shabbos to raise up and elevate everything to its source. To shine brightly with a a, a light of life, Shemeir B'Shabbos, which shines on Shabbos, Shibchinas Almadosi. Shabbos is like is a taste of Olam Haba. Whereas Chanukah takes place during the weekdays, and the different worlds do not experience any elevation on Chanukah. Rak Shemamshichin Ho'or Mi what we're able to do on Hanukkah is to be able to draw light from far away, from a very, very high place. We're able to draw it down, down into this physical, materialistic world. And even down below, Therefore, we're not permitted to, to use the light of the Hanukkah candles. We're only allowed to look at it. Because on Hanukkah, we do not yet have the ability to elevate all of our personal use to its highest spiritual source, which is this holy light. Because this light of Hanukkah is being sent to us only for us to look at, as the Pesach says, by Avram Avinu, when he, when he saw the sight of the Beis HaMikdosh in the distance, when he was taking his son Yitzhak to the Akedah, it says, He saw that place from the distance. 
שצריכים לעמוד ולהסתכל היטב על האור הנוירו הזה, we need to stand and look carefully and look thoughtfully at this awesome light of the Hanukkah candles. ולהסבוינן and to think deeply ולוסום אליבוי כל אחד אס תוקף הנס שעושה שמזבורך לריסנו ולנו and to, to delve into it, to think about the incredible miracle that Hashem performed for our forefathers and for us. Because it isn't one nation that has risen up against us to destroy us, but rather in every single generation, the, the non-Jews rise up to destroy us. And Hashem saves us from their hands. Through Hashem's incredible wonders. However, it's all in the format of from far away, Hashem sends us our bread. Hashem sends us the miracle, the salvation from a very, very far away place. And that's what allows us to continue to exist and survive in this Golos. And we have the ability to stand strong, to stand our ground, to do our mitzvahs. Through the fact that we see from the distance the incredible great light that Hashem shines upon us through His goodness. Which is the light of the Hanukkah candles. However, we still need to realize that we are not close to that light at all. It's still far away from us. It's coming from a very far away place. And therefore, we can't feel buddy-buddy with that light as if we can use it for personal use. Because the light is not yet ours totally. But still, it's, 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 it's a tremendous benefit and kindness and salvation for us. The fact that we bring this incredible, holy, awesome light into our homes to each and every individual person, and we're able to bring it all the way down below 10 Tvachim. Any questions, please? Now, Rav Nosenzal is going to go into detail to explain the three levels of quality of observing the mitzvah of Ner Hanukkah and to show how it relates to what we're learning here. Parav Ches, Veseo Bechinas Mashon Rabbi Seinazal, Ner Hanukkah, Ishu Beisoy. Based on what we're learning here, we'll understand why the basic halacha about Hanukkah candles is one candle each night for each man and his, for, for, the, for the, the man of the house and his family. One candle. Or the woman of the house, if there is no man of the house. The Hamahadrin, however, the ones who want to do the mitzvah even better on a higher level, they will light one candle each night of the eight nights of Hanukkah for each member of the family. And the ones who want to do the mitzvah on the highest, highest level, they light, they increase the number of candles each and every single night. Each member of the house is lighting one candle the first night, two candles the second night, three the third night, and so on and so forth. 
Because the basic mitzvah of Hanukkah candles is one candle per family. Because most certainly, since we learned just now that the mitzvah of lighting Hanukkah candles is just for us to look at, to look at and dwell on this great miracle that Hashem performed to us, but from the distance we realize we're far, far away from high levels of holiness. Therefore, it's enough one candle for each leader of the household. Because all members of the household, the wife, the children, can all look at that one candle and think deeply about the incredible miracle that Hashem performed for us. For what purpose? In order that it should inspire us and motivate us to serve Hashem. By seeing and realizing the incredible light of the Torah, which Hashem shines upon us in each and every generation, every year. Whereas those people who aren't satisfied with the basic mitzvah, but rather they want to do the mitzvah mahadrin, better, they light one candle each night for every member of the household. So that each and every individual member of the family will think deeply that with me specifically, regarding me, Hashem performs miracles all the time. And Hashem shines into my mind that I should wake up from my spiritual sleep all the time. As a result of the incredible kindness and salvations that Hashem does for me, it specifically all the time. Because there are many people who make a mistake regarding this issue. Even if the person is religious, and the person thinks a little bit about the great kindness that Hashem performs for us in each and every generation. Whereby we, the Jewish people, are able to continue to survive and prevail it's such an incredible gollus where we're surrounded on all sides by enemies and suffering. And yet the person makes a mistake regarding themselves personally. And the person doesn't apply it to themselves specifically. The person doesn't feel the miracle as it applies to me personally. Why? Because the person knows all the sins they've committed, all the bad things they've done, all the mistakes that they've made in their lives. And every single day, the person's Yetzirah is fighting him and winning and the person experiences what they experience, all kinds of mistakes, all kinds of falls, to the point where the person can mistakenly think that he's in the worst darkness, and the light doesn't reach him or her at all. And therefore, even though this person sees the light, 
And the person believes that even today, Hashem is shining upon the Jewish nation, the light of the Torah, which is our permanent, eternal salvation. Despite that, the person doesn't believe in themselves. They don't believe that this light reaches them also. Alkane, because they, they feel that they're in total darkness and they can't think of low self-esteem. They don't they can't think of anything good that, about themselves. Alkane, therefore, Hamahadrin, the Torah teaches us, those who wanted to do the mitzvah beautifully. They see to it that each member of the household is lighting their own candle every single night. So that each and every individual member of the family will realize that this applies to me personal. This isn't a global thing. This this applies to each and every one of us on an individual level. That the light reaches me also, the light of Hashem, the light of the Torah mythos is reaching me, even though right now I'm not so religious, even though I'm making mistakes now, I'm still losing the battle constantly against my Yitzhahara. Question in the chat, will the light of Hanukkah be permitted for personal use in the future? Looking forward to finding out, Mitzvah Question, what can a married woman who doesn't light in any case do also to receive the benefits of this practice and this tikkun? The answer is, she could be a good married woman. She could support her husband's lighting in every way possible to help prepare the menorah, to help buy the oil and things, and to be present at the time and to answer amen to the brachas, to be a full support to the husband, to the children, to play her very, very important role. When he's lighting, she is lighting. When he is lighting, it's exactly as if she is lighting. Because the truth is that even this person who feels so far from Hashem and is still failing so many times, even that person, Hashem is performing incredible miracles for that person all the time. Whereby the light of the Torah and its mitzvahs shine into that person all the time. And these are those little, little sparks of good things that each and every one of us is to grab every single day. Especially a person who is zeichet to come close to true tzaddikim, rak shehooyer who adayin bebechinas vayas hamokem irochay kanal. However, the light is still in the state of distance, meaning he he himself hasn't become a tzaddik yet. He wants to come close to the tzaddik. He's trying to make every effort to come close to the tzaddik, but he's far from being a tzaddik yet, and he's still making major mistakes. Avlafal pikein. Despite that, the light is shining totally, perfectly to that person individually within this darkness that the person is surrounded, enveloped by. As the Pasuk says in Micho, Hashem Oyerli. When I'm sitting in darkness, Hashem is shining His light for me. And as a result of the fact that Hashem's light is shining on us, even when we're not in such a good place, as that's what enables us to grab all kinds of good things, all kinds of mitzvahs. And that is our eternal hope. 
וידי זה יוכל להסחזק ולסוער נשנוסי בכל פעם. And by a person realizing this, and the person will be able to be inspired and motivated all the time. So this was the second level of performing the mitzvah of Ner Hanukkah. Paragraph Tess, Vamahadrin, Minamahadrin, the ones who want to do the mitzvah very, very good, the best way possible, Moisif Vahoylech Bechol Yoyim. Not only does each member of the family light, but they increase the number of candles every day. They're increasing the number of lights. Not only is each member of the family drawing that light to themselves individually, even though it's coming from far away, even though I know that I am still far away from, from holiness, because just the opposite of what the Yetzirah wants to tell me, that's my main tikkun. My tikkun is to draw that light, even though I'm far away, to try to connect to the light. Not only that, but the person tries to increase the goodness, the light, every day. Because a person who is solid in their faith, and the person thinks deeply and, 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 and realizes the incredible miracles that Hashem performs for us every single day anew, as we, as we expounded earlier on this passage, the person believes that Hashem's kindness is renewed every single morning because Hashem's kindness is infinite. It never ends. That person increases and grows and, and adds additional light every single day. New every day, something new, not yesterday's light, new light every single day. Because the truth is that Hashem shines upon us every single day, increasing, increasing units of light and kindness and Yeshua's through the power of the tzaddikim. Bebechinas, as the Pesach says in Mishlei, v'oirach tzaddikim k'oir noiga ha'choylech v'oir adnochen ayoyim. The path of tzaddikim is like a shining light that goes and increases until the, the full full light of day. Sheho'oir nimshach k'moi oir noiga shalaliyas ha'shachar. What this Pesach is telling us is that, that the, the light increases like the light of the, the sun in the morning, like the light of a morning star. Whereby a person who watches as night turns to day, they see that the light increases every moment until broad daylight. And although we are now in the thick bitterness of exile, physically and spiritually, despite that, Hashem's hidden light is increasing in strength every single day. And it's from that light that Hashem renews the whole creation every single day. As we say in the morning, with Hashem's goodness, He renews creation every single day. What is uvetuvoi? The Torah is called toiv. And light is called toiv. So it's this light, this light of the Torah that's renewed every single day 
That's what renews the whole creation every single day. And this explains the closing line of the bracha, the first bracha that we say before the Priyashma in the morning, where we say, a new light, please shine a new light upon Zion, upon the Jewish nation, upon Yerushalayim. And let all of us be quickly, soon, to that great light. Because Hashem will definitely complete what He began. Because most definitely our light, which is Moshiach, will definitely come. As we say in the brachas of the Haftor every Shabbos, because Hashem has sworn by His holy name that the candle will not be extinguished ever. The candle of Moshiach. And every single day, Hashem draws upon us from this great light. Until we will see the ultimate salvation take place. And therefore, we need to believe that even in the midst of the darkness of exile, the light is increasing, it's growing. And each and every one of us, wherever we're at, has the ability to come close to this holy light. Which is the light of the Torah. Which is, which is what the Hanukkah candles represent. Which we light. We light the candles, the Hanukkah candles, because the great Sadiqim of that generation was to renew the, the connection between the Jewish people and the Torah, so that the Torah will never be forgotten. And therefore, even if we today realize and feel that we're very, very far from that light, and therefore we're not buddy-buddy with that light, we cannot use that light for personal use at all, we're only allowed to see it, to look at it, each and every one of us has to activate that light on an individual basis, for me personally, it's not enough that the family is turning on a light, that there are some people in the family that are religious. Me, I have to make my personal connection to Hashem. And not only that, but to try each and every day to increase the light a little bit. Because the truth is, with every individual person, Hashem is increasing the measure of light that's available to that person every single day. As we say in Shmon Esrei, the, the miracles and the wondrous things that you do for us each and every single day. Any questions, please? Again, the three levels of Hanukkah candles were one candle per family each night, one candle the first night, one candle the second night, one candle the third night, the second level was that not just one member of the family, not just the father lights a candle, but every single member of the family is lighting one candle each and every single night. 
so that each person is realizing that this is very personal. This is that the, the light and it's reaching me personally. And then the third level is that each member of the family is increasing the number of candles every single night. That each member of the family is lighting one candle the first night, two candles the second night, so on and so forth. So that each member of the family, even those <clears throat> who know that they're not so good, they're not so religious, they're not so much into Torah and mitzvahs. By lighting the, increasing the Hanukkah candle each night, the person is reminding themselves that Hashem is increasing his light towards me each and every single day. And if I want, I can connect to it. And by performing the mitzvah of lighting the Hanukkah candles, I'm connecting to that increase of voltage that Hashem is sending me today, more than yesterday, more than the day before. Any other questions, please? Rabbi, earlier we made a comparison between the candles of Shabbos and the candles of Hanukkah. The candles of Hanukkah come from a lower place, and it's and and it's uh, dangerous for us to take advantage of that. So we can't uh, we can only look at it. Shabbos is coming from a higher place, and we can use it for personal use. How do we relate to that in terms of the, if you only have one candle, you use it for Shabbos and not for Hanukkah? The answer is because Shabbos is still greater than Hanukkah. It still is a higher level of holiness than Hanukkah. They're two different missions. We know Lahavdal in an army, you have the Air Force, and you have the Armor Division, and you have the Infantry, and you have the Navy. And each one is critical. Each one performs a very important role. What, what Hanukkah, what the Hanukkah candles are doing are extremely important. And they're coming from a very, very high place. But but we are not moving it. We are staying where we are, and the light is coming down to us. Whereas the shop, when we light Shabbos, when we take on Shabbos, when we're lighting Shabbos, it means we're taking on Shabbos, we are changing completely, totally. And again, the Sifrei Kabbalah say the world is changing. The entire world is moving up. The light is coming down and the world is going up. So Shabbos still has certain advantages. However, we need both. We need both. And Rav Nassim repeats this discussion in about 10 different places on Kutah showing in each context what Hanukkah is and what Shabbos is, and how each one is performing a unique, special, special function. Anyone else? Wishing everyone a wonderful day. It's Ace Tzorohira Yaakov. We're in a very difficult time today, as, as Rav Nosadzal writes here. Today meaning this generation, and today meaning today and today meaning in Eretz Yisrael and all over the world. And each and every one of us needs to try our best, especially in tefillah, in Torah, in mitzvahs, we should be zechah to see all the Yeshuas that all of us need, the Yeshuas and the Refuas, with the coming of Moshiach, with the building of the third and final base Amigdosh, Amen v'Amen.